Welcome to Feminine Revival Podcast, where we empower women to embrace their God-given identity and live a life of beauty and victory. Welcome back. Today we are going to be covering our third point um, for anchoring your faith onto God. Um, we're going to be speaking about giving thanks and remembering God's track record. So we're all um, thinking about what are situations um, where it uh, did not behoove you to forget something. Initially, I was thinking about, um, I'm actually much more of like a cook than I am a baker. And so, because like cooking to me is more intuitive. But whenever I follow a recipe, I like, I have to like check and then double check the the measurement. So like one third cup or two thirds cup. And then I'm like in the middle of like, you know, measuring that out. And then I'm like, oh, wait a second. Like, what was that? You know, I have to go back and check and double check. But more critical than that is we were talking about, I said, I recalled the other day that I was at the gym and I don't usually bring things in to put into the locker, but I had this lock in my bag and I was like, oh good, I'll just put it in there. I think it was my purse. But um, I like locked the lock and then, you know, did my workout. But then coming back, I had this like panic moment of like, I, it's been a hot minute since I've used that lock. Like, I don't know if I remember the combination. I might be here for a while, but I was like, oh, like tap into your muscle memory and I was like you know I did thankfully like the first try actually I think it was like a second try I got it um I did remember but it brought me back to um like freshman year you know mm-hmm. like Laura and I were commiserating I was like I, I was a homeschool kid and then I went to public high school we'll talk about that trauma later but I remember like the first semester I did not use my locker combination because I was so afraid that I would not be able to get my books and be late to my next class so I had like the classic um you know freshman turtle backpack that was full of like every textbook and folder I had back issues after that um but just the terror of forgetting important information um so anyways I don't know if you guys can relate to that um that sounds pretty bad and actually Heather (laughs) you know in college I work at a college and some of the girls I'll just speak for the girls they just still wear their backpacks full of books like that sometimes I'm like listen you need to talk through some things like you just don't have to you don't have to be that person anymore you know so I don't know maybe that's just a common fear uh, not that they have lockers, but I mm. boggles my mind sometimes, you know, like I just maybe I'm just such a weak person. I want to live in comfort all the time. So I'm like, that just looks uncomfortable and just take care of that or something, mm. you know. But um, one time I went to work without mascara. Oh, no. <laughs> How did I do that? I have no clue. It was like, <laughs> actually, I probably do know because I think there's this gap of time between doing the rest of my makeup and then usually I'll get changed for some reason and then I'll do my mascara. I don't recommend doing this because oh, it just no. is enough time to get distracted. And that's not that big of a deal. You know, like beauty is more than skin deep. Like there's more to you except for you know me with mascara and I will be that person. So you know, so you look tired all day. <laughs> yes. And then everyone all day, like, are you getting sick? You're like, no, it's that I can't explain anymore. Like, no, it's whatever. So li- this is literally what happened. I was a high school teacher at the time, and about halfway through the day, I saw a student, like a female student. I was this desperate. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> 
She was like doing her mascara in my class. And I was like, uh, hey, can I get that? Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> then after class, I like literally went to the bathroom and put mascara on. And then I just was like an okay person for the rest of the day. Wow. I know. I got this eye fungus. All my eyelashes fell out. Yeah, you know? no. Oh, no. I'm, totally <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Gross. You're not supposed to share mascara. No, you're not. Oh, but it was worth cute. it. I don't regret it to this day. You just wash your face really good that night. Oh, and then goodness. from then on, I was like, this will never happen again. So in my console in my car, there's always going to be this old mascara where I'm just convinced that I can revive it with some spit or maybe water or something. <laughs> like if this ever were to happen again, that I don't know. I have problems. I don't know what to tell wow. you. That's, well, that's thank you for sharing that because I wasn't sure what to say. Now I am reminded of this time that I worked at the bank and I didn't forget. I just was, no, I did forget. I, I was running late. So my thought process was I'll take my makeup bag and do it in the car before I walk in. Well, I didn't grab my makeup bag. So that was a forgetting mm-hmm. piece. I, I don't, there's not many places I <laughs> don't go without eyeliner and mascara so I just kind of went to my cube and I wasn't my normal bubbly self and the girl that sat across me was like are you okay okay and I was like um don't look at me you'll turn to stone (laughs) and she's like what I was like I have no makeup on I'm gonna remedy this on my lunch I'm going to Walgreens and I literally went to Walgreens I got my eyeliner and my mascara and that was in my purse as backup that's amazing So I was really sick. And again, I was a high school teacher at the time. And I remember, I think I was out for, you know, I'm sure the sufficient two weeks. No, it wasn't. But let's pretend like it was. So when I came back three days later, and I was still like a little bit sick, I did not wear makeup to work because I was just, I know this seems so petty. You guys are like, oh my gosh, you're so vain. I admit that. And that's fine. But I was just feeling so rough. I literally did not wear any makeup that day. And so it was just where you're like, I need people to see what I feel. So on purpose, this. It was an artistic statement. It was a statement, for sure. (laughs) It was like the abstract art that's really ugly. That was the artistic statement I was making. And she taught art, so that's why. That is really funny. And I remember the head of school brought some people in. Like during my lunch break, I was like sitting at my desk, like just probably like sleeping. Yes, I probably was. not eating and then they brought somebody in to tour they were like showing them the school and so I remember they opened the door and I like look over and I'm like hi yeah you know I think I was mid blowing my nose actually when they came in and then they're like hey and then like they realize I don't have any makeup on too which they have probably never seen that either and so they're like oh my gosh you know it was all this like real non-verbal like okay well we're gonna thank you so this is the art room okay quickly go fast you know and they just like left and I was like well there it is so it was kind of liberating I remember hearing these students say like she doesn't have a makeup on today and I was like what of it (laughs) I'm a rebel (laughs) yeah it is a real thing it's like your game face your war paint for the day Mm -hmm. um sometimes more ready yeah, you just yeah. feel more awake. Like your eyes are open when you don't. You're wearing, you're not wearing mascara. You just feel like tired it eyes. Another way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not to prolong this, but I just remembered another weird moment. I think Laura, to your point, at some point in my life, I would 
I was so tired working that I would take my makeup in the car, drive to work and just do it in the parking lot. Well, I remember that I didn't bring my makeup. This Mm -hmm. is another moment. And then I, because I taught art, I went into my classroom and I was like, okay, there are 50 different types of paint in here. I can find something that can work with me. (laughs) And I remember finding like watercolor pencil and it was brown and I like legitimately like wet it and drew on eyeliner. Oh my goodness. Because I'm that vain. I was like, this is not happening. <laughs> That's pretty that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Did it work? Yeah, it did. It, it was like I mean, I think it worked. Well, if you're in a pinch, there you go. That's our like tip for the day. Yeah. <laughs> for shame. Just bring watercolor with you at all places. Yeah, oh, it was my gosh. It was rough. Well, so. innovative at least. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna give you that. That's I was kind of impressed with myself, I have to say. (laughs) I'm impressed. I'm very impressed. That's a real-life painting that day. (laughs) Where there's a will, there's a way. Oh, my goodness. I was like, if I'm going to be ugly, it's going to be my own choosing. (laughs) This was not an ugly day. Okay. Just kidding. Everyone's beautiful on the outside. Oh, gosh. Well... That's pretty amazing. Um, I think we'll jump into it from there. Um, I did want to start off with just reading Psalms 26, 7. It says um, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. So the question that we're going to be discussing today is what are a few practical ways that you demonstrate thanksgiving to God? Do you have any specific methods for remembering what God has done for you in the past? So per usual, let's start off with Autumn. I like sticky notes a lot mm. and I will write something down that God has shown me or an epiphany that I've had, something really practical or a spiritual truth and I'll write it on a sticky note and put it up someplace that I look a lot, which is my mirror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is just I feel like I need confession. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least I'm going to see it in the morning when I'm doing my makeup. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So anyhow, yeah, so sticky notes, mirror, and I love that because it reminds me of a truth that God spoke to me with and that I can be encouraged by, and then sometimes I'll change them out. If I'm like, oh, this one's retired, you know, and then I'll like put new mm-hmm. ones up. So that's one thing. What about you guys? That's good. Um, I, I'm kind of an auditory person, but I am mm-hmm. a visual also. So, you know those little three-by-five cards that you can get on a spiral? Yeah. Actually, I have them somewhere here, but uh, you can get like a hundred in a thing. And I wrote down like my verses that I'm claiming for different things and they're different colors. You kind of like, okay, I'm going to the green section, Um, kind of just to help me refocus, but also... um, I use my phone like when I finished student teaching I did not think I would finish I thought I would not make it I was so close to quitting Um, I was working too I should not have done that but um, when I finished it was like such a day that God (laughs) got me through I put it in my calendar so every year on November 9th I'm reminded that God did that for me so now like this year was 13 years ago that I got through that, that I'm still celebrating what God did for me then. And, you know, it's important to remember because at the time you're in the, you know, like storm, you think it's like the worst terrible thing. But then as soon as you're over it, it's like it never happened. Mm -hmm. 
and you're on to the next storm or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that phone reminder has been really helpful for me. Just like, you know what? Whatever's going on right now, I know that God can do something because he definitely helped me with that. Mm -hmm. So that's my recommendation is just, Mm -hmm. you know, putting a note in your phone like on this day. And I would love to at some point when I have my own family have every day of the year have something that God did to be thankful for that we can just pull a card and be like, oh, what did he do today? Well, this day five years ago, God gave us this or God answered this prayer. So they're constantly aware of his working and his moving and to give you courage to be faithful when you don't see anything at the time. Mm -hmm. That's good. I think I do like a little bit of both. Um, Like my recently came out of a pretty rough season and my mirror in my room is like um, literally like a patchwork of um, different sticky notes that are just like every verse that I like desperately held on to. But like if it makes it to my mirror, it's like something I'm, I'm going through. So like it's just like right now there's so many sticky notes on there about like God's faithfulness and trusting God and, you know, just not leaning on your own understanding, like all those things, even like honestly down to, I think this is helpful. Like if God speaks to you and says something specifically, um, I like will write down the date and I'll write down like what I feel like God communicated to my heart. Like God said today, you know, like, don't worry, I will catch you. I'll, I will provide for you. And I will like write the reference down that maybe relates to that. And I will stick that up on my mirror. And sometimes when I'm just like really down, I'll like stand in front of my mirror. And like, I like, you know, that movie, uh, War Room. Yeah. Like the, the little lady who's just like, you know, claiming the verses of God and like praying with power, like quietly. Cause Autumn actually like is pretty close to my room and her room is close to my room. So I just quietly, cause I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I don't want anybody to think I'm that weird. <laughs> and I'm in there like claiming the promises of God, like going down every sticky note, you know, like I have like verses that I've claimed for like years and years and years about stuff. And I like have them like up in my room, but really I just like write down like the verses and then like, if, like God communicates something to me. I will write down like that phrase and the date and I will put them up where I can see them and I will like frequently go back to them and like sometimes just like read through all of them and just like remind myself and God of like Lord you said on this date you know September 3rd that you know you would provide God you said on this day you know your word says this and um, not that God forgets but I do so that's helpful but um, I would say another thing that I do is I definitely do journal um, especially if it's like a difficult season or something I'm like working through I will just like write down all my thoughts and it's interesting because even in the process of that like I will start off like very melodramatic and then I at like the end of that entry it always ends up turning into like a prayer where I am like reflecting like but you know praise God or but God's faithful or something like that so I think like journaling and then like marking down the times where God does like give you a verse or give you a truth and then putting that where you can see it um, because obviously like we've already said like God doesn't forget but we do so I think having those reminders a place where you can see it is a very helpful way of like just holding on to God's promises mm-hmm. and his truth that's good Heather I 
don't hear you over there, so your seats are safe. <laughs> <Okay>. But <clears throat> I'm glad you do that. I think that's a great method. And, you know, Laura had said she's auditory. And so recording something and playing it, that's got to be amazing. Like, And music, do you find that music is really ministering to you? In regards to thankfulness, um, yeah, like praise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Certain seasons or certain songs that are kind of on repeat, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Heather writing things down and seeing them. I'm probably more visual as well, visual, like kinesthetic in my learning style. So I do that too, but I don't hear you. However, I just will say that there was a time where Heather and I lived in a different place and we hadn't lived together for a while. Um, but then she moved back in. And so all I would know, like, because sometimes Heather, she is very verbose and so she will share a lot, which I love. And then there's times where you don't really know what she's thinking, but she would just play music like from her room so loud. And it was like the most dramatic songs. Like, I mean, like Taylor Swift was in there. Like, I don't like probably, I know, but some kind of healing from some kind of song in there was happening. Like music from I don't know every generation like the sixties, oh yeah, like all kinds of things coming out of that room, and it was at night. It was like before bed because I'm like a quiet. I'll listen to podcasts quietly and I'll think, you know, as I'm kind of chilling out. And Heather just like blasts. I think she has to maybe max her emotions out and then she passes out like <laughs> oh like she dies from like overdose of emotion and then she just is recovered in the morning i don't know but <clears throat> so no i don't hear you anymore yeah but we joked okay. about that difference i'm listening to podcasts at night i don't do that at night because it gets my mind going too much so i just choose to um deal with my emotions mm-hmm. at the end of the day <laughs> flesh it out through a song but yeah. actually i think I do that now with like praise and worship. I've kind of like really stepped away from listening to secular music just because I like am in such a season where I want to like hear God very clearly. But um, yeah, now it's praise and worship. You'll be glad to know. It's I was concerned a more for a while. Ref- reformed. Like, <laughs> I was like, should I intervene? <laughs> She's got Serious? bad blood with somebody. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, it's true. Guilty. Guilty is charged. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I wrote down a verse, um, Philippians four sixty seven. that says, um, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Um, I think that it's just a good reminder that there really is um, almost like a supernatural transaction that takes place whenever we um even like in the the place of where you need something when we can come before the lord and we can in thanksgiving offer those things up to him and i think that there's like a demonstration of faith in his ability to perform the things that were they were relying on him for but i think that there is um something supernatural about thanksgiving not to say that you're going to like I'm going to thank you for something and therefore you're obligated to do it. But I think that there is some transaction that takes place in prayer where you, in thanking God, I think are reminded of God's 
capability to perform on those things that you are bringing before him. So um, a lot of times, like if I'm just like in a really heavy season <laughs> and I'm not uh, pushing Around that 1030 <laughs> at night, <laughs> I'm not processing that with the uh, music. I definitely do try to just like thank God for the thing that um, I need him to be hmm. and kind of work from that position. I know also um, kind of an extreme exercise is like I know that there's been like seasons that have been like really difficult and stopping and just thanking God for those difficult things. That's kind of like a new level. Um, but I found that in doing that, it somehow took like a lot of the sting out of it. And I think really ultimately it's got to do with something like some kind of exchange of where you are like leaning on God and almost demonstrating a trust in him for the things that you need and um, simultaneously reminding yourself of like his character, kind of like we talked about in our last episode. And so I think that there is something that can be unlocked with just like coming to God with gratitude and with thanksgiving and in that also like making your requests known. Um, But also I think it's just important to remember what God has already given to you. And I think that that's, we're so blessed in America and it's so easy for us just to be like, oh, thank you so much for answering that prayer. Next, you know, we have a very like next mindset. So I think stopping and thanking God for the things that he has done in times past kind of causes you to um, be grateful and then to remember what he's already done for you. So I don't know if you guys have any thoughts about um, Thanksgiving and in maybe prayer specifically or anything in connection to that. Um, I was reminded of a college professor that we had who said when he was in Bible college, he joined like this, a few guys in prayer and they decided to spend the first 30 minutes praising God and Mm. thanking God. And he said that they really saw God move Mm. and he thinks it was directly related to them taking time to praise God. Um for what he's already done and who he is Mm -hmm. just for who he is. And the other thing that kind of comes to mind is you guys know, I love missionary stories is, um, um, George Mueller. There was like a point in time where he was not sure if he wanted to, if, if he knew if it was God's will for him to start this orphanage. So he was praying to God, like, do you want me to start this or is somebody else supposed to? And then he read a verse that said, like, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. And he just immediately got on his knees and prayed, here's what I need to start this. And he didn't ask a single person. That was like one of the main things about him that was so amazing is he never asked anybody else for money, for food, for anything for the kids. He only asked God. Mm. But the beautiful thing about his story is he kept meticulous records of everything mm-hmm. he asked God for and dated when God gave him over and above what he asked for. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you saw so many answers to prayer from this man, because he literally marked down every time he was careful to give God honor and glory. And ironically, at the very beginning of his story, he was a cheat. Yeah, he stole and cheated people out of money but when he came to God and he got saved he got on his knees and he said I will never 
ask of anybody anything I will never take from anybody mm-hmm. again. And he really stuck to that. And God did an amazing thing through him. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That is a, that's a, a biography. It's worth reading, actually. Or listening to. I mean, yeah. There's auditory <laughs> for you. <laughs> but some of those dramatic readings are good. <laughs> yeah, that was a really encouraging story to listen to him telling his life. And you can find really good audiobooks that are they a biography or audiobiography autobiography him writing it biography somebody else writing it about him so there are like some good biographies okay yeah with missionary stories Mm -hmm. so that's a great point though just listening to other people's story and finding yourself within that or relating to something that they're sharing and then you can increase your thankfulness just even if it's in contrast, like, wow, thank you, God, that I was spared from that. Or thank you that you came through for them like that. Mm-hmm. And just learning patterns from other people, too, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's really good. Um, I was thinking about Heather. I journal as well. So when I'm studying the Bible, I'll write down what I'm learning. And sometimes in my Bible, I'll also highlight something and put the date next to it and maybe a word or two like God's faithful or like, you know, future promise or Mm -hmm. anchor, you know, like whatever, Mm -hmm. like something that I want to go back and think, okay, on this day, God was teaching me about this subject. And that can be kind of like a time marker too. So I appreciate that. But I was thinking of um, the verse, Ephesians 520 says, giving thanks Always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And just the discipline of thanking God always for all things. And I wonder if there's just something supernatural that happens when we just choose to say, God, I'm recognizing that you're sovereign. So thank you Mm -hmm. that you knew this was coming. Thank you that you can make something good come from this. Thank you that you are in control and thank you that you're still on your throne and you're holding evil at bay in a lot of ways. So if I really applied that verse to everything, I wonder what my day would be like, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's really easy just to get focus on the discouragement of the thing that happened that wasn't like I wanted. And then now I'm feeling anxious. Mm -hmm. You know, I had um, something this week even just happened that was discouraging and I wanted just to be discouraged in it. And I had to remind myself like, okay, thank you, God, that you're still in control and good can still come and I can trust you. So, but to the point, like Laura's making, I think I should just write it down. Like this was a moment. I'm trusting God right now. And I'm going to thank God for it having happened because the remember part is I'm remembering that God often comes through for me and brings something good. And so if I've written down that he does that, or if I've read stories from the Bible or from other people, then I'm like, okay, well, let's just see what God does this time. You know, Mm -hmm. so I think that could be something really practical and hopefully encouraging for everyone. If you're evaluating, you know, maybe something today has happened where you're like, oh, that's just so discouraging. and I didn't see that coming. What if you just choose to say, God, thank you that that happened because you're probably setting something up that's amazing. And I'm looking forward to seeing how you transform and redeem this. Romans 8.28. Yeah. 
working all things together for good to those who love him or mm-hmm. called according to his purpose. We just don't know mm-hmm. how long it takes for him to work mm-hmm. that. I have a question for you guys. Like, what do you think is a result of an unthankfulness or what you remember from reading the word? Uh, my mind goes to Eve. They had all things to enjoy except for one one rule. Mm-hmm. You had one job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so there's definitely an element of unthankfulness mm-hmm. there. And then... Um, Romans one twenty one because that when they knew God they glorified him not as God neither were thankful mm. but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened mm-hmm. which is a sobering thing to read to think that something so simple overlooked could take you kind of maybe it makes you fixate on the negative thing so yeah. if you don't practice the discipline of giving thanks and acknowledging how much God has done for you, then it's easy to fixate on the one thing that you don't have or that you feel like is a drawback. We can do that even physically when we just look at ourselves. We're like, okay, and that one little thing right there that I don't Mm -hmm. like, and then that becomes your whole identity Mm -hmm. or experience that day, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like the simple glass half full or half empty it really is a perspective thing you know and I think there's a correlation between um thankfulness and and praise yeah because I think that thanksgiving leads you to praise and I think that that's the heart that God wants in us um so I think that you can't separate if you start off in thanksgiving I think it oftentimes if not always leads you to a place of praise and that leads you to a place of like worship so um, you know, obviously God would have us be coming and like living our life out of a place of worship. What's a, that verse that says like, he, he inhabits the praise of his people. Oh, that's a good one. I was thinking, sing, uh, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, talking about like interactions mm-hmm. with one another, you know, I think mm-hmm. that, um, that should come, it starts from a place of thanksgiving. But I mean, even in the verse that I read, it's really, it's a, a command it's you know like Mm -hmm. be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known unto god it's not a suggestion he's saying like this is how you bring your requests to me you do it with thanksgiving i think it's expressed in confidence yeah it is and i think that that's also something that leads to praise because Mm -hmm. you can praise god for the confidence like this is who you are. You're amazing. You, you know, and even like this three part series is like the word of God, the character of God, and then like gratitude and thanksgiving is like the, the natural outflowing of understanding who God is, like learning him and his person, and then expressing the gratitude and the thanksgiving in, in response to that. When you're enduring something that's difficult, you're experiencing that in your soul and your soul is your mind and your will and your emotions. And so when you're injured on a soulical level, something traumatic has happened, you've lost someone or there's a loss of something, you know, you're wounded in your soul. And sometimes I've experienced people applying verses too quickly to a soul problem because people are um, comprised of three things your body your soul and your spirit 
And in our soul is where we have that human experience. And then if you're saved, your spirit is redeemed, made alive. And sometimes we speak to the spirit when we're trying to minister to the soul. That's a good point. And so I think you have to acknowledge that the soul has been wounded and it needs addressing and healing. And I think that's where praise comes in, Mm -hmm. either that it's just you articulating intentionally something specific like, thank you, God, that, you know, you're going to come through. Or maybe that's worship music or praise music. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was working through something really, really painful and I just felt like it was such a dark place that the word of God wasn't actually like very helpful right when it happened, to be honest with you. It was kind of like too... I don't know. I was hurt in my soul. And so my spirit wasn't what that's hard to say, but I just, all I know my experience was that verses weren't that encouraging, but like praise was and songs were. And so songs that ministered God's word to my soul, that actually was the most encouraging And so, yeah, I think there's something there with praising God and giving thanks and that being an act kind of like ministering to your soul. Does that make sense? Yeah, it definitely does. Because I think even like breakups, they say it's like a physiological response. Like Laura, the one that told me that like heartbreaks actually change the shape of your heart. Yeah. That's disturbing. But I think there is something to be said because like I've gone through the same thing. Like, you know, um, if you've gone through like a really difficult breakup, it it gets so shattering that you I think you're feeling it so deeply in your body and in your soul that you can't even like tap into the spiritual realm even though like it's not gone it's just like you're so devastated that I kind of like had that same experience where it was like I went through like a breakup that was so hard and I kind of like had to even like take a step back from not listening to like super emotional Christian music. I was kind of like, that's way too many feelings right now. I can't feel anything more than I'm feeling. Went to the hymns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just went to honestly like hymns and there's this, um, I think they're like a South African couple. I don't know what they are, but there's this like, I, I, there's no way I could describe anyways. It's just this like spontaneous worship where they're just like, you know, yeah, yeah, but like it was so healing, and I can't. I think I just like listened to. It's like an hour long. I just like listened to like that one song for like weeks because it's like honestly all I could handle. And then it was just like from that place of like worship, I just like was able to then like kind of go to the Psalms and then like reside there. And then from there, I was able to kind of take on like it is kind of like the milk and then the meat. You know what I mean? But I think that. That like you're saying, Autumn, that sometimes there are just seasons in life where like you're so like physically or emotionally wounded that you do kind of have to like address some of those um, needs. But I think that God is like patient with us in all of that. And I think that it's like Job, it kind of keeps making me think of like him saying like, though you slay me, yet will I praise you. And I think that sometimes we can in those dark seasons say, I don't understand. I don't, I don't know maybe what the next step is, but like, I'm just going to praise you for what I know that you're good. Even in this, you're good. And I thank you for your goodness. And sometimes that's all you need to do. And there's like rescue and beauty in that. 
So yeah, it definitely does something supernatural if you thank God. It does. For the pain. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Even really the painful person, you know, thank you for them, God, because I'm trusting that you're exercising me by them in my life. Yeah. And that is the heat that's purifying me and bringing the dross or the, you know, impurities of my soul or my personality like to the top so you can scrape them off. And mm-hmm. it does work. Like it does something supernatural. It it's does. crazy. It is a supernatural thing. Yeah, I can't say I quite fully understand it, but I, I agree. I think it's at the core what's happening is it's helping you to take your focus off of your circumstance and putting it back onto God. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not sure you even believe that song right then, you're choosing to not think about the fact that in my case, that I had cancer and I didn't know what was going to happen with that. I was focused on a song or a scripture and that's kind of how I directed my praise. And then thankfully God cured me from that. But I was very aware and overwhelmed with the idea that he didn't have to do that. Mm -hmm. He'd still be just as good if he said no. Mm -hmm. Um, he didn't I'm so thankful but would I have been able to be like thank you anyways if he said no Mm -hmm. you know but he's very gracious and I think um you're right about the psalms because you know it says David encouraged himself in the Lord I think of that whole section where the women and children were taken and all of his men are like basically turning on him Mm -hmm. And it says he encouraged himself in the Lord Mm -hmm. and then he was able to like go to God and say, okay, what's the plan? Mm -hmm. You know, he basically was like praising God essentially. And that's what got him through. Mm -hmm. That's what, and they, they got everyone back. Nobody was touched. Mm -hmm. That's like unheard of, you know, but if he, if one man hadn't decided I'm, I'm going to praise God anyways, how things could have been different mm-hmm. it's like how you're framing something in your life you know you can frame it a certain way and then it has an effect on you how you're framing it and you're not lying to yourself you're not saying okay I'm ignoring the pain but you're actively choosing how to frame that for yourself so you, and they say that if we intentionally choose something that's difficult that our body experiences it differently so we have less cortisol Mm -hmm. we don't think it is as negative an experience to us in our nervous system we don't experience it as negative as if we didn't want to do it Mm, that's interesting so if i am forced to run a mile then my body's experiencing that differently And I may have a lot of stress and anxiety or fear or, you know, whatever. But my literal, my body is experiencing that differently. And that's going to be the adrenaline that I have to come down off of and the cortisol and just the whole thing. Versus if I tell myself, okay, I see a benefit from this, so I'm going to do it. And I'm going to will myself to do it because I see something positive from it. 
you know, I have a goal, I'm training for something, or I know this is going to be painful, but it's going to make me a stronger person. I'll be more in shape and whatever. So that's like framing it differently, either Mm -hmm. with dread or with purpose. And I think that's what giving thanks is. It's like intentionally framing something positively and your body will respond to what your mind does, you know? So it like starts in your mind. It's like that verse, like, I think Lori said earlier, like all things work together for good. You know, I think that in those dark moments, you can pray like God, you know, take everything that Satan has been for evil in this and turn it around for good. And then you can rest knowing that like God hears that prayer and honors that and has the power and the ability to redeem any situation in your life. And so you can take a terrible situation and pray that God would redeem it and then thank him because you're trusting that like, Hey, I don't know how this is possibly going to be good, but I know the God that I'm trusting in and I trust that he is going to turn it around for good. And there is hope in that. So it's not just like a Pollyanna, like, you know, avoid your feels. Yeah. You know, like it's going to be great. It's going to be fine. I think my favorite memes is that dog that's sitting in the chair in the burning room and it Mm -hmm. says, this is fine. You know, it's, I mean, it's on my work computer. Yeah. It was like everywhere at my old job, but Actually, have a Christmas sweater that I almost wore today with that dog on there. Anyways, it's not that kind of a mindset where you're ignoring the obvious, which is like the room is on fire and like I'm in utter peril, but I'm pretending like it's not there. It's not that. It's that you know that if you're sitting in a room that is on fire, that like God will not let you be destroyed. And I think that that's like he will refine you, but he will not destroy you. And it's, it's, I think what you're saying is it's acknowledging this is painful, but at the same time being able to not acknowledge God is good. He is bigger than this. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to put me in the fire, you better come in here with me, please. Yeah. (laughs) I think both things are always true. It's always true. This is hard. This is terrible. Like, I do not want to be here. I want to get out of this. And like, I'm dying inside, you know, (laughs) like that's true. But literally true as well is God's sovereign, God is faithful, God is love, God can redeem this. Yeah. And that's the reality. And so I think God always does some things that it feels like there's a constant dichotomy of just God's world. (laughs) Like it's always both. It's like Mm -hmm. this is really hard and God is really good. And that's just how it is so you know anybody saying oh being thankful just means that you're just trying to live in that it's God's really good that's true but you don't have to ignore like the negative side of it too like supernaturally what you're going to do is acknowledge the pain but embrace the victory over it and that's what giving thanks does for you Mm -hmm. it in empowers or turns on the victory mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah it's like that elizabeth elliott thing you said about suffering and pouring out or how did you say it oh um where she says to like accept what the lord's given you yeah um she was saying that in the different seasons in life and it was specifically related to relationships um it's like if you want to be married um or you want to have children but you're in um, the seasons you're in. So if it, it's singleness and you want to be married, she said that whenever God gives you something, 
your part is to receive it with thanksgiving and then to offer it back up to the Lord. And so whatever season you're in, you can accept that with thanksgiving and then offer that up to the Lord and then wait for him to change your season. But the pattern always repeats. If it's then marriage, then you receive that with thanksgiving and you offer it up to God. If it's, you know, uh, being a parent, receive it, offer it back up to God. If it's divorce or if it's, you know, um, the death of your spouse, like it's receive it and in thanksgiving and offer it back up to the Lord. So the pattern never changes, the seasons do, but ultimately receive it with thanksgiving and then give it to God. And I think that there is ultimately hope in that position because you are placing it in God's hands and it's not um, your responsibility to fix it. Um, but just to trust yourself in that situation into God's hands, knowing that anything you place in God's hands is going to be returned to you better. And there's purpose in pain. So, um, yeah, it's redeemed. God is like the great redeemer. And anything that he allows in your life is going to be um, used to bring you closer to him and to work out for good in some way. So I, I think the thing is, we think, okay, I just want to be an encouragement because God does come through for you here on earth. Mm-hmm. He does. You know, he answers prayers. He lets you have oftentimes the thing that you want here on earth. That verse says, I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness yeah. of the Lord in the land of the living, yeah. the land of the living. I'm alive. So yeah. this is the land of the living. God does come through for us. But in all reality as well, I'm living for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And so some things are going to be beautiful in eternity. And maybe that is the exercise of my spirit and having to trust and just leave it in God's hands. I may not see exactly what he's doing. I might not see the outcome of something and how it's working out for good. But letting God build his character in us is creating some something of eternal value Mm -hmm. in me and that matters for eternity. So what the Holy Spirit does in me is eternal work because he's eternal and in heaven that remains, you know, like, so we stand before God when we pass away and your works are burned up, what you've done with your life, you know, so wood, hay, stubble, Most of our life is invested there, but the things that were done through the spirit is going to be eternal. So that's like a sobering thought that we don't often just think about when we're thinking about trials and resting and giving thanks, but it all counts. Mm -hmm. So be of good courage and rest in confidence. Like something beautiful is going to come from every heartache and every trial Put it in God's hands. Put yourself in God's hands and just wait and see. Like something good is going to come from this. And I would say to challenge um, you that if you have seen God do something for you, even if it's small, not just praising him directly, but to share that with somebody else. Because that's, um, you know, the body of Christ. I'm thrilled when autumn or heather tells me like oh you won't believe what god did Mm -hmm. might be somebody that we've been praying for or Mm -hmm. it might just be like a a blessing you know it encourages other people who are like is god moving is is he out there (laughs) and then you get a spiritual pulse and you're like oh he's working over there the prayers i prayed he he Mm -hmm. heard and 
So I think it's encouraging to not only direct your praise to God, but direct it, your thanksgiving for what God has done in your life and who he is to those around you as a testament. Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't even know God and they're like, how can you be thankful right now? Or, Mm -hmm. wow, you always have a grateful heart. That's, you know, really a attribute of God that you're showing them that you can, in a hard season, you can focus on all the good and possibly bring them to God in faith. Yeah. I think just like also the simple practice of like celebrating the small things, you know what I mean? Like we have so many blessings and so many, yeah, great hymn. one by one, you know, and like celebrating your victories. Like it's, you know, you have goals or, you know, whatever, and maybe you didn't achieve all of them in that day, but you did some of them. Just go, go back to your like high school years and read one of your journals and you'll thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not that simple minded oh, and look you've through your emotionally. And you're like, dear Lord, thank you. He didn't like me. <laughs> Seriously. You, you write a review in your own journal, journal entries from way back. No, that was a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> dodged that bully yeah Yeah, it's so true and I think honestly like there's nothing that I've gone through in times past that I can't in hindsight look back on and now see that there was some good that came from it and even thank God even more so that you know for that pain or for that disruption of my plans or whatever it is because now truly hindsight's 2020 and I can see with greater understanding what God was doing, it's like, wow, okay, I'm so thankful that didn't go through. And at the time it seemed like such a bad thing, but now I see like what God was doing and I'm just so grateful. I should have trusted you. I think that's more the conclusion I come to. Like I should have trusted you more, not, I don't think I've ever said, I really shouldn't have trusted you on that one. I've never said that. Like hindsight's always like, wow, God, like you are so amazing. Like I was so blind. You were so gracious and I can see now what you were doing. And a lot of times we can't understand those things in the moment and that's okay. I think that just sometimes you just survive it. You get through it with God's grace. And then in, in when you're past that season, you can look back and understand sometimes you can't. Um, but I, I think, think you can see transformation in yourself. If yeah, you pay attention, if you yeah. reflect on yourself, mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely know, really difficult times for me with friends or people that were in my life that I trusted that ended up being really negative people for me and that broke me down a lot and were very discouraging towards me and it was really difficult at the time. I am such a kinder person. I'm way more compassionate. I'm way more loving from having survived and lived through those times. Mm -hmm. So even something that was just genuinely all bad, just what it did inside of me, I can tell I'm a better person for it. Mm-hmm. So now I can thank God and I do I'm like, wow, I'm a much better person. I understand pain better in other people. I sense pain in other people and I'm more empathetic to that and sympathetic. I can relate more to it. And I feel like I have more of a discernment to sense people that might need encouragement and I feel more compelled to want to encourage people mm-hmm. so those are wonderful things like yeah yeah it's like the refinement of who we are kind of gives you the ability to have a stronger hope the next go round. Mm-hmm. it might be something different that you're facing but you've had the practice of thanking God so you 
are telling yourself over and over, and maybe this is an act of praise, I don't know, but you're going to make this good. You're going to make this good. I know mm-hmm. you're going to make this good. It's not good right now, but mm-hmm. he's good, and he will, he produces good. Yeah. It's like that uh, phrase. It's like, if it's not beautiful, there's a song, I think Iron Bell originally sings it. Um, there's a line in it that says that it, if it's not, he's not finished if it's not beautiful yet. And I love that line because I think oftentimes we, again, going back to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, is like leaning not into your own understanding. Sometimes we think that we understand what God's doing and we're like, why would you do that? I didn't need to learn that lesson. <laughs> or, you know, like, I don't like, why, why did this happen? Because you only see it from like one perspective, but it could be like Autumn saying like something completely different that he's trying to stretch you in and grow you in. But don't lean on your understanding of the situation. Trust in God's character and his heart because something's coming from it that's good. Um, but it might just be something completely different than you than you can imagine or know in the moment. I would say I'm thankful that I didn't get married young. I, I thought I would. That's a hard thing to say I'm thankful for. I still want that. But um, I think I will be a me- much better person now having taught eight years I would be a better mother Mm -hmm. and just like God's refined me over the years and you don't know that you don't know how Mm -hmm. spiritually immature you are yeah that's true so I'm thankful for that in a weird way and it's been a blessing you know to Mm -hmm. have like uninterrupted time with God and do ministry and life in a more free way in some ways. But um, I would say like definitely God's used that time for sure. And I'm thankful for it. Yeah. I think this podcast is a, is a result result of all of us (laughs) honestly not being married at this point. I think that this is uh, all the things we talk about are just the lessons, the hard lessons and good lessons and, things that we've learned along the way just because we've been able to attend upon the Lord for the most part without distraction. So um, we'll thank him for the season we're in. I'll offer it back and then pray for the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I, you know, I don't know if you guys want to add any other conclusions. I think that was a great discussion. Nope. Just to remember to be thankful and keep track of that. Mm -hmm. So God can be glorified. Yeah. Yeah. I think just practically, if you can think of a way that you can, you know, put a reminder in your phone or of what God's done. If you're, if you're a glass half empty kind of person, what can you do to, you know, rewire your brain to think on, think on the Philippians 4, 8, think on these things Mm -hmm. and praise God for those things. And, you know, (laughs) I'm thinking of the story where I was driving home from college Back then, we would drive straight 12 and a half hours. We would not, I mean, you, you did your like gas break, but you didn't, you didn't spend the night anywhere. So the guys were in the car ahead of us. It's three in the morning. I'm driving my sister's Oldsmobile. She's asleep. It's pitch black. We're on like a back road. I hit a pothole and she wakes up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I think we, maybe we have a flat tire. <laughs> So I call the guys. I'm like, hey, you know, can you come back here? I think we have a flat tire. And she's like, oh, my goodness. What are we going to do? I'm like, Becca, this is awesome. We're in the middle of nowhere. 
we're throwing ourselves in God's mercy. How is he going to help us? She's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the guys come. They're like, yeah, the back one's blown. I'm like, I thought, I thought it was the front one. He's like, front one's blown too. <laughs> Two tires on the same side. In the middle of nowhere, it's pitch black. There happened to be this like kind of garage thing there. And the guys that were in there, we paid them to put our spare tire and my friend's spare tire on mm. the car. Oh, and we made it back. My sister was not feeling real, real thankful. I, maybe it's because it wasn't my car. I was able to be like, what's God going to do? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. But it made for a great memory. And he did help us. like, Because mm. we were kind of like uh, at least four hours still from my wow. family. So it wasn't like we knew anybody around. <laughs> but we made it back on two donuts on that side oh, of the goodness. car. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Well, um, conclusion for today's episode, um, I wrote, Thanksgiving is not just a holiday where we celebrate food and family. It's a a gateway to experiencing God's peace. When we meditate on who God is and what he's done, we are empowered to thank him for his goodness and emboldened to pray big. The God of the Bible is the same God that we serve today. So take encouragement god will come through praise him in advance because you won't be you won't be ashamed for doing that Mm -hmm. yeah 